At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. This is the Philadelphia CityCast with Ryan Rothstein. Presented by Bet Rivers. All right. Welcome back. Game five tonight. And here we go. On Tuesday, May 10th. I'm your host, everyone. Ryan Rothstein. Thanks again for tuning in. Make sure you're following us, all right? Give us a follow slash subscribe wherever you listen to your podcast available on all the platforms. You can follow me on Twitter, WiseRye, W-I-S-E-R-Y-E. You can find links to all of those platforms and links to each and every episode that we're putting out daily. So game five, here we go. And Kyle Lowry ruled out for the Miami Heat. I mean, he has been... You know, sort of a warrior for the Miami Heat, not to compliment the uh, opposition here, but he has been sort of limping around in the past couple of games. That hamstring, clearly an issue for Lowry, and he's not able to give it a go for Game 5. How does that impact things later tonight in South Beach as the series now shifts back to Miami for Game 5 and maybe a Game 7? We'll see what happens tonight and back in Philadelphia on Thursday, but you look at the spread here at Bet Rivers Sportsbook and PA, right now at the time of recording, the spread is three. The 76ers, a three-point underdog in Miami. Yesterday and earlier this morning, it was at three and a half, so some slight movement. Uh, you look at the money line, plus 123 for the 76ers, minus 148 for the Miami Heat. The total set at 209. Can the 76ers carry this momentum into Miami? 
right? Because listen, it's, it's pretty obvious what the biggest difference has been in games three and four. It's Joel Embiid. <laughs> is it that simple though? Like, I hope it is uh, because then we should feel pretty good about the 76ers winning their third straight game as crazy as that sounds, because it's not easy to win three straight playoff games against a number one seed. But this number one seed doesn't really scare us. I mean, it doesn't scare me at least. I don't know how maybe all of you feel out there, but doesn't really seem to scare me. The Sixers right now just seem better. I will say this, though. Is it as simple as Joel Embiid being on the floor versus not being on the floor? I don't know. I mean, you also look at the shooting, and that's been a big story in this series in the first four games. And I know you can say that probably about any basketball game ever played, but the Sixers were awful from three in games one and two. They've been spectacular in games three and four. Harden made six threes in game four. Danny Green has been lights out in both games at home, 10 for 13 combined. Can he continue that shooting streak in Miami, right? So that's that's the other question. Can the 76ers continue to shoot the ball? Well, they got a huge game out of James Harden in game four. Can he repeat that or can we get another big night from Maxi or Tobias Harris, right? So there are other legitimate questions to be answered at 7.30 p.m. in game five outside of, well, Joel Embiid's back. Watch out. And like I said, I hope it's that simple. But on this episode, we do have Will Hill crossing over with us. Will's the host of the New York City cast for uh, VEASAN slash BetRiver Sportsbook. So he'll join us for about a 15-minute conversation coming up in a couple minutes. Uh, so a lot to get to. We'll work in a few minutes of some Phillies talk as well before we get out of here. So I know it's basketball time in, in Philadelphia with all eyes on the 76ers, but it's also hockey playoff time. And Bet Rivers has a special offer through the entire NHL playoffs. Throughout the playoffs, place three same-game parlays of $10 or more on each round and receive a $10 free bet at the conclusion of each round. Just think of it as a betting hat trick. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Create your ideal combo with same-game parlays on the Bet Rivers app or at BetRivers.com. Presented by Rivers Casino Pittsburgh. Must be 21. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. All right, let's get into our conversation with Will Hill. We'll get his thoughts on this Game 5 on the rest of the series, the outlook for the rest of the series, get his thoughts on uh, the rest of the NBA playoffs, who he likes to come out of each conference. We'll have some fun here. Enjoy my conversation with Will Hill. Here he is. All right, so let's get into it. Uh, here we go. Game day for 76ers fans, and more importantly, James Harden, Joel Embiid, and the crew. Uh, we're crossing over, as we've mentioned, with Will Hill, host of the New York City cast. So uh, let's have some fun here with Will. We'll uh, break it all down, see what he thinks uh, about some of these NBA games and everything else happening. What's up, Will? What's up, Ryan? Yeah, we're a little afternoon. Lowry has been ruled out for the Heat, so maybe that means more Duncan Robinson. Uh, the runner-up MVP maybe a little bit fired up tonight in Embiid. So, boy, this series really turned in about 48 hours. It looked Thursday night they ruled Embiid out, which to me is is not only sketchy, it's wrong. Like, they're completely manipulating the injury report. Uh, I had a problem with that. Even though I'm rooting for Philly, I'm happy he's playing. Uh, but look, it looked like they were on their way to being swept, and he's back. 
they win game three, win game four, both of them pretty comfortably. And here we are, I think. I don't know how you feel. I think Philly's the better team. I don't know that Miami, you know, looks the part of a one seed. They're flawed. They really only have hero in terms of three-point shooting. Like I said, maybe they use Duncan Robinson tonight, but boy, they don't look the part here of a one seed. No, they don't. Uh, you know, the 76ers right now look head and shoulders better, but the story for me so far through four games, Will, has been shooting. And you can say that about any basketball game, but it's been it's been a huge variance. You look at the first two games, the Heat shot the ball well, the Sixers were terrible. Uh, series transitions back to Philly. Not only do they get Joel Embiid back, but you know they're making 50% of their three-point shots. So that certainly helps things. Uh, I'm curious to see how it shifts now with Joel Embiid and on the road, right? Like, can the Sixers continue to shoot how they've been shooting? Uh, and I would assume Miami's going to, you know, play a little bit better. What's your gut here? I think Philly wins game six, and I, I don't know if they win tonight or win game seven. I think they'll get a split in these road games, though. I, I have a feeling Philly's marching on to the conference finals. I just think they're going to erase the bad vibes, everything that happened last year against Atlanta. Uh, I felt pretty good about them. Really coming into the playoffs, obviously the Embiid injury was a scare. First the thumb, then the face, but it's just kind of broken right for him. It's the better side of the bracket. Uh, I, I kind of get the sense I, I'm going to take him tonight plus the points. I kind of got the feeling they're going to win tonight and win game six. I, I do feel like Philly's the better team and is moving on. Do you have a gut instinct in terms of what happens tonight and the rest of the way? I think this is the game they need to get. Um, and I hope that's the, you know, that's the message in the locker room, like treat this almost like a game seven. You have the momentum. Uh, you, you've sort of punched them right in the throat. Let, let's let's keep delivering these knockout blows here. If they get this game, I think the series is over. Uh, they being the 76ers, uh, you can get them at plus three right now at Bet Rivers Sportsbook here in PA. Uh, you can also take them on the money line plus 123. That's, that's what I'm going to do. I'm taking the 76ers just straight up on the money line to to steal this game, if you will, in Miami now. Uh, I'm with you. What uh, what do they have for futures now? Because you could have gotten Miami 8-1 to one to win the series. They went down like 30-1 to one to win it all. I'm sure those numbers have been adjusted. I know the series obviously has where it's basically just a mirror of game five where uh, Miami's like minus $1.45 here at Bet Rivers to win the series, which is crazy. It was minus like 2,000 some places uh, Friday or Thursday after that announcement with Embiid. Uh, what's your thoughts here? Do you think Philly... Uh, obviously, if they win this, they're going to be up against it, whether it's Boston or Milwaukee. Do you think Philly here can make a run as we pull up the numbers here at Bet Rivers? 14 to 1 to win the title, 550 to win the East. Any of those intrigue you? Uh, the 14 to 1 does. The 14 to 1 does. I mean, that's essentially what you could have gotten them at for pretty much the entire second half of the regular season. Um, so the 14 to 1 is is not a bad number to win the title right now. Plus 550 to win the East. No, I I don't love it. Uh, what about you? I'm already so invested. I agree. I, if I had nothing, 14 to 1 to win the to win the whole thing would be interesting. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, there'll be underdogs against Milwaukee and Boston, so maybe you know, you just play it game by game, uh, series by series, and go that way. But that's it's not it's not terrible. Fourteen to one's not terrible. It's wide open. It's more wide open than usual. Usually, you have that dominant Warriors team or a dominant LeBron team. You know, there's eight teams left. It's about to be seven. Memphis is about to go bye bye. But other than that, of the seven remaining, I feel like all of these teams can make a case. Like the Dallas can say, "Look, we have Luca. We're tied two two. Phoenix obviously is great. Uh, you know, Golden State." 
is pretty much in the conference finals here. They've got a good team. I think you look around, it's a, it's a pretty wide open field from here on out. See, the Bucks at plus 350 to win the East actually intrigues me a little bit. Does it? Yeah, I mean, that was a tough one last night. They had a chance to really punch their ticket and go up three games to one. They were led by, what, 12 or 13 in the second half. They just, yep. I think Giannis got exhausted, and Boston hit every shot. And Al uh, Horford, seventy six Hall of Famer in a Celtics Horford. uniform. Yeah. It's unbelievable. Unbelievable. <laughs> That's a tough one. That's a guy Boston didn't resign. Then Philly, of course, trades him to OKC just to dump the contract. And then OKC trades him. What they trade him for? Kemba Walker and like, the 16th pick, something like that. And, boy, he's turned back the clock. I mean, he hit big shot after big shot. He defends. I've always liked him as a player, but, boy, that was uh, – he's had an incredible resurgence here in this postseason. No, he has. I mean, even since he's been back with Boston, it's like he, he looked in Philadelphia, Will. He looked like he was – you know, he should have retired years prior. Like He just looked completely shot and – uh, inept as a basketball player, and now he's dropping 30 in like a crucial game four in the second round of the playoffs. Unbelievable. Now, what's going on in Philly? Because I'm on Twitter way too much. Are there going to be lawsuits over this M Same. MVP? Because uh, can I just let everyone in Philly know something? Jokic, you guys can call these nerd stats. Jokic averaged 28, <laughs> 14, and 8 on 58% shooting. Can we can we leave Jokic alone? Jokic had a great year. And B did too, but Jokic no, was No, we can't leave him alone. It's oh, Philly. Oh, my goodness. It's Philly. I, listen. I'm not going to speak for the city, but I I understand how great Jokic is. He's a unicorn. He's actually one of my favorite players outside of the city of Philadelphia. But you look at Joel Embiid, man, and listen, you, you, this happens often, even when there's not a Philadelphia player in, in the mix, I think, in, in the MVP debate. When one of the guys that could have or should have gotten, gotten the award are still in the playoffs and the guy that got it is not, it's going to get overblown. Like, you know, Joel Embiid is carrying this team. He missed the two games of this series. Now his presence is argu arguably going to win them this series. Like, all of that ain't helping. And Philadelphia fans are just uh, out of their minds, including myself. I think it, it's – you're right, but it's such a weak argument. Are you telling me if you put Jokic on the Sixers, they're not going to beat the Raptors? Like, Jokic, first of all, has a garbage team with Will Barton and Forbes and you know Aaron Gordon, maybe he's his second best player. They're playing Golden State where Philly had to deal with Toronto, so it's not the same thing. No, I mean, listen, I understand. I understand. I think Jokic, if he switches spots with Joel Embiid, um, the Sixers are probably right where they're at right now. Yeah, it's Harden, just... Jokic, Maxi, Tobias Harris. Look, Tobias Harris is overpaid, and he becomes a lightning rod because of his contract, and he's not a great player. Which he's is been what great. You want. This he's year been really playoffs. good. He's been really kind of the secret weapon for Philly. He's been yeah. an unsung hero. He's been really good. So I think this idea that neither neither guy had any help, like Jokic had no help. And B, you know, okay, dealt with the Simmons thing. He only had Harden for part of the year. But Maxie's going to be an all-star. Harris is a good player. Danny Green, you know, is a useful player. To me, Embiid had the much better roster than Jokic. I would agree. I would agree that Embiid's roster is better. Um, I still think throughout the regular season, I think the Ben Simmons stuff is is fair to bring up, man. Like, it was a circus here for months and months and months pre-James Harden. And, listen, it's a good problem to have, but – Making that trade, it's not an easy adjustment. Joe, uh, Embiid and Harden are running 20 pick and rolls per game together. Unstoppable. Yeah, but like my point is, and it may sound ridiculous, but prior to Harden getting here, Embiid was running four or five pick and rolls per game. So he just completely changed on a dime, like his entire offensive 
flow and preference of where he gets the ball, and he's still dominant. Like that may be a small point, but oh no, Embiid's great. Just been I don't think anybody Embiid's deserving of the MVP. I think that's just the bottom line point for Philly fans. Not that Jokic isn't, but so I is agree. Embiid. I agree, and I think that's where my issue comes in, where people want to put down Jokic. You know, in, in just because they're Philly fans or whatever agenda, and I think a lot of these ex-players have agendas for whatever reason. We can get into that. It's a separate conversation. I think part of it is Jokic doesn't look the part. You know, whether 100%. it's body type. You know, he's not from America. I think there's a little bit of that to it. Uh, I you know, I will say this though to jump in. Did you hear what uh, Greenberg said? Not that I love Mike Greenberg. I, I actually did not really don't love him, but um, he said yesterday. Uh, I forget on which one of the eight shows that he hosts, but he said, I made a mistake. He said, I let the, I let the analytics and the NBA uh, stat nerds get in my head. I voted for Jokic. I should have voted for Embiid. That's fuel on the fire in Philadelphia. You know, that, that quote got picked up like a, you know, wildfire. See, I think that gets overblown. Like it's these obscure stats with Jokic and you have to figure out the, you know, the, the stats nobody's ever heard of. You can use the most basic stats. Like, he shot 65% on twos and beat shot 52%. Like I said, he averaged, what, 27, 14, and 8 on 58% shooting. It's not like these are right. random stats. That's a hell, He almost averaged a triple-double. I mean, he, Jokic had a hell of a year, as did Embiid. Embiid's awesome. And, and I kind of hope as somebody with Philly Futures tickets that Embiid comes out as a possessed man and just dominates tonight and puts it on his back and I has that signature will. moment. I, I kind of think he will, too. And, boy, this would be a signature moment because for all of Embiid's talent, I love Embiid. Look, he hasn't made it out of the second round either. He only made it to the second round. Not only made it last year against the Hawks, and then they had the year against Toronto uh, a couple years ago. But, you know, to put his you know rubber stamp on this series, get them to the conference finals, come back from 2-0 deficit face, with, with all these injuries, uh, that would be really kind of a, an MVP moment for Embiid. I'm surprised Philly fans are, are that much ra are that wrapped into who won the MVP. I mean, I, if my team's still in the playoffs, I want to win the championship. I want to get to a finals, a conference finals. Obviously, you want your guy to win the MVP, but uh, yeah. the team accomplishment would, would be much more important to me. 100%. I mean, and it is. I just think it's, yeah. you know, it's stupid Twitter talk and arguments with, uh, with like, at, with every fan base, but especially here in Philadelphia right now, with Embiid playing and Jokic not. I mean, and I will make this final point with um, Jokic and Embiid talk. Like, it doesn't help that Jokic has to get, has to get pulled off the floor in big defensive spots because he's a liability. I yeah, mean, that, it's a, that's where I will I will disagree with the analytics that the analytics say he's a really good defensive player. He's not. Now he's, he may no. be better than people might think, but he's not. He's always been kind of a DH. Now he's great on offense. I mean, he, the passing, the shooting, he's, he's just incredible. But he is more of a DH and Bede's more of a defensive player. And Bede's a hell of a player. And it's funny, you know, Giannis is probably better than both of them. And, and to use people's argument against them, if the Sixers lose this series to Miami and the Bucks beat the Celtics, should we say Giannis should be the MVP because Embiid's eliminated and Giannis is still in there? I mean, it gets really tricky when you start to go down that road. Yeah, I, I listen, but I think that's fair. <laughs> like, I think Draymond Green a month or so ago said, you know, it should have gone to Devin Booker. Well, that's I don't disagree with that, you know? Yeah, I don't like, know that I put Booker on the same level as these guys. I, I, I don't know about that. I mean, look, to your point, though. But, I mean, like, at one point, Will, wasn't it about – the best team in the league and whoever the best player was on that team. I know it's not that simple, but like it just changes so much. I think every few years on the qualifications True. and the requirements for winning this award, depending on how the voters are feeling. I don't know if that's fair. Yeah. I think the voters have gotten a little smarter barring the, the, 
Russell Westbrook Award, which to me was just ridiculous because that was really just stat padding at its all-time best, um, yeah. you know, boxing out his own teammates for rebounds. Other than that, I think the voters have gotten a little smarter. I mean, usually it is, you're right, the best team on a one or a two seed. But I, I think a couple things. I think with all the load management, all the injuries, especially last year in the shortened season, I think voters have a more open mind to, hey, just because a guy's a five seed or a six seed mm -hmm. or a four seed doesn't mean he can be the MVP. I mean, people make it seem like, oh, well, Jokic, his team was a six seed. Well, Embiid's team was a four seed. There was like three or four games that separated them. So um, yeah. I don't know. I, I don't know. I mean, look, if Durant played the whole year, Durant would be in the conversation. So it, it's an it was like an all-time MVP season. Uh, I'm just surprised how much people are discrediting Jokic. Jokic had an incredible season. There was one WNBA player who I've never heard of, which would be uh, a lot of them said, I can't believe they gave that man the award. Like, you can't believe they gave him the award. I mean, he was minus 600 to win it at the end of the season. He almost averaged a triple-double. What do you mean you can't believe they gave it to him? I think it's just a lot of optics, too. You know, just like how they visually look and play the game. Right. And how dominant Joel has been over the past couple of weeks while Jokic is home, that doesn't help the dynamic either. But listen, I hear you. Jokic is more than deserving. I think just here on this side of the fence, it's everyone saying so is so is Embiid, you know, sticking up for their guy, so to speak. But yeah, I, and I think look, if you're a big time Sixers fan and you're watching 82 Sixers games a year, how many people are honestly watching 82 Sixers games and 82 Nuggets games? So you're a lot of these people probably aren't watching. The I think Nuggets that's a good point. Much. You're probably yeah. not watching Listen. Denver very much. How many of the voters are watching Jokic 82 times, though? No, I mean, 82, no, but I think people watch him more than – look, I, it's so predictable. You, you click on Twitter and you see somebody, you know, putting down uh, Jokic, saying Embiid should be the MVP. You click on their profile, they have a Sixers avatar. They're from Philadelphia. So of course. I think it's a lot of people who – I think people are telling on themselves when you put down Jokic. I just think Jokic is incredible. And I think Embiid's incredible. I just think Jokic had a slightly better year. I was just – I was surprised how much – uh, you know, controversy there was over this. And, and like I said, you and I are both on Philly tonight. We're both on yeah. Philly to win this series and hopefully make a run here. So hopefully Embiid takes this to heart, gets out there and goes fired up and, and you know, puts his team on his back and uh, takes him one win away from clinching the series. That would be a, a hell of an accomplishment. I hope so too, man. I guess really quickly before we wrap up our, our crossover portion of our episodes here, um, Dallas and Phoenix tonight, that series is interesting, 2-2. Can Phoenix take the lead? Can Dallas sort of shock the world, if you will, if, if you will, and take a 3-2 series lead? Yeah, home court is kind of held serve here. I would expect Phoenix to do it, but boy, you get into a best two out of three and Luka's on the other team, you don't want to get in a situation where you're in a game seven and that guy can steal a series because that guy is really dangerous, uh, just an incredible scorer, just an incredible offensive player with his passing, his size, his strength. I figure Phoenix will, will figure out a way here to get two out of three. I'm not crazy about laying the six, so I'd probably either take the points with Dallas or just not bet it. Yeah, I think that's a good call. I, I would agree with you. Um, all right, any other thoughts on the NBA playoffs? We can maybe wrap up final minute with a baseball thought or two. But uh, I guess who do you have? We can end on this with the NBA talk. Who do you have coming out of the West? Who do you have coming out of the East, if you had to call it right now? Uh, well, your, your Philadelphia audience probably doesn't like me the way I've been talking about the MVP, but I'll, I'll warm them up to me a little bit. I will go Suns Sixers for the NBA championship. How about that? You just want him back over. All is forgiven, right? All is forgiven, just like that, man. Look, it's I love it, beat. I just think it's unfair. I think you know what annoys me is I I watch a lot and you watch a lot and I think people who watch less sometimes come out with these opinions like, dude, you're clearly not watching. At best, it's very close. So you know to put down one guy or another, I, I think is not really fair. 
Listen, Philly fans are annoyingly passionate and defensive of their team. It's like they'll they'll uh, criticize their team, but as soon as someone else yes. does, you know, they blindly defend them. <laughs> hey, let's get forty and eighteen out of Embiid tonight. Let's get up three games to two, and let's get some of these these Sixers tickets home. Let's do it, baby. Let's do it. Uh, Will Hill, I appreciate you, brother. Do you have any baseball thoughts here? No, Mets are cruising. Yankees got a win last night. Philly's bullpen's been a little bit of trouble, so. Uh, Look, we got plenty of time to talk baseball. Yeah, that's true. All right, my All right, man. man. Appreciate it. Yeah, good stuff. Uh, we'll do it again soon. You got it. All right, good stuff there, as always, from Will Hill. I always enjoy crossing over with Will, uh, talking some NBA 76ers and getting all of his insight, opinions, and thoughts and betting picks on the NBA and uh, all the latest in the sports betting world. All right, so before we wrap up here, let's talk some Philadelphia Phillies. And yesterday on the uh, episode, I said take the under seven and a half Phillies Mariners. Well, I was wrong. <laughs> that certainly did not hit uh, with the Phillies getting a nice win, right? That was a nice win after everything that went wrong, essentially, with that uh, series against the New York Mets at Citizens Bank Park. Now they're out west, and game two against Seattle is later tonight, Tuesday night, 9.40 p.m. Eastern time. Phillies win 9-0 on Monday night. Ranger Suarez gets the win as the starting pitcher. Uh, you look at the pitching matchup tonight to start this game out in Seattle. Aaron Nola going up against Robbie Ray for the Seattle Mariners. And as I mentioned a little bit yesterday, you know, both Seattle and Philadelphia lost three straight series entering this three-game set. The host Seattle Mariners, they're in third place right now in the AL West. And the Phillies, as we know, have been slipping and falling. I can't get up, as DMX would say. Uh, fourth in the NL East. Each team has a strong offense, both in the top 10, uh, and both teams have what many would deem one of their best pitchers, if not their best pitcher in the rotation going tonight. I think Wheeler has certainly been better after last year. Aaron Nola has been this roller coaster ride that we can't predict, but he's been a little bit better in six starts this year. He's one and three, which isn't great, but Nola has a 3.38 ERA. He has a little bit of bad luck that's been following him in two starts where he earned a no decision. Aaron Nola was able to go seven innings in both of those no decisions. Uh, one was a one-hit shutout. The other, he gave up just one run. He has that fastball, curveball, and sinker. They've all been pretty solid, uh, and he's been giving up and uh, batting averages under 200 on the year. All right, I mentioned Robbie Ray, the reigning AL Cy Young Award winner for Seattle. Uh, he hasn't been great in his first season with the Mariners. He's just 2-3 and three with a 4.38 ERA. He ranks in the bottom half of the league in ERA. Uh, he's allowed at least three runs and three of his six starts, including the last two straight outings where he started. So uh, can this – I almost said can the Sixers – can the Phillies sort of pounce – on Robbie Ray. Uh, both of these pitchers maybe not living up to their hype or expectations. Nola has settled in a little bit as of late. Can he deliver another strong outing for the Philadelphia Phillies? I gave you the under seven and a half yesterday. I'm going over 
with the total set at seven right now at Bet Rivers Sportsbook. Uh, you look at the money line, the Phillies are minus 129, the Mariners plus 110, the run line minus one and a half for the Phillies priced at plus 135 and the Seattle Mariners getting the one and a half on the run line priced at minus 167. I'm going over seven. That's the total currently set at Bet Rivers Sportsbook. All right, Philadelphia City Cast presented by Bet Rivers Sportsbook. I've been your host, Ryan Rothstein. Thank you, as always, for tuning in. Let's see if the Sixers can get a pivotal win in South Beach to take a 3-2 series lead after falling into that 2-0 hole to kick things off in Miami in games one and two. Joel Embiid back in the mix. Kyle Lowry out for the Miami Heat, as we discussed earlier in the episode. I would be shocked if we don't see some Duncan Robinson in significant minutes in game five especially with Kyle Lowry out. You know, I was shocked that we didn't see him in game four after the poor shooting performance from the Miami Heat in game three. You have a, you have a sharpshooter in Duncan Robinson sitting on the bench that you, oh, by the way, gave $90 million to, 80 guaranteed. Uh, so we'll see if that potentially has an impact if Eric Spolstra decides to go to Duncan Robinson, who he hasn't gone to at all in the first four games of this series give me a follow at wise ride w-i-s-e-r-y-e a little bit later closer to tip off uh, i'll throw out my best player prop picks i'll be live tweeting throughout the game giving you updates on the live number at bet rivers giving you any live bets uh, i'm deciding to make or not make throughout the evening so uh there you go we'll catch you on the next episode we'll recap game five give you all the updated odds in the nba and in the sports betting world. Enjoy the rest of your day, your night. Best of luck on your bets, and I'll see you next time right here on the Philadelphia CityCast presented by Bet Rivers. Peace, peace. Bet Rivers has your bases covered with early week betting fun. Your baseball bet gets a little extra pop at Bet Rivers Sportsbook every Tuesday. Just log into Bet Rivers and receive a 20% profit boost on a baseball bet every Tuesday during the season. Use it on straight bets, player props, or a same-game parlay. You decide. Log on to BetRivers app or go to BetRivers.com and get your 20% profit boost today. Presented by BetRivers Casino Pittsburgh. Must be 21. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER.